I respectfully acknowledge the traditional custodians of country on the land on which we meet, and pay my respect to their elders past and present, and all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here today. This episode was recorded on the land of the people of the Yugambia language region. Warning. The following podcast may contain material that some people may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Confessions of an ex-sex addict. The sexy self-help series that will remove stigma, educate and inspire through true stories, qualifications and transformation. With Belinda Love, Australia's love and empowerment coach. Strap yourself in. This gets real, raunchy and may trigger emotions. So listener discretion is advised. Everything is optional, whether you clothed or not, and experiences and stuff. So <laughs> what type of porn would you search if you could search? Because so many couples don't have no idea. And the female um, started feeling jealous, and she was feeling that, and you know that jealousy comes over your body, and we don't feel good. Am I jealous or am I just envious? In our coaching segment of Confessions of an Ex-Sex Addict, Australia's qualified love and empowerment coach Belinda Love offers actionable tools to implement into your life for self-love and relationship transformation. So get comfy, be coachable and grab a pen. You'll want to take some notes down from this episode. Hi and welcome to my next episode where we speak to the amazing Robbie and Katie around their swinging experiences which was the last episode and this episode we're going to be getting some amazing coaching tips from them. So I'll bring them in and we'll ask all these amazing questions. Here they are. <laughs> that was <laughs> hey guys, hey guys. What's up? Uh, if you didn't uh, listen to it, make sure you go to listen to the last episode because we hear about Katie and Robbie's beautiful experiences and how they got to where they are and why they're so qualified in this field. But we'll get straight into the coaching section. I would like to understand the differences between poly swinging and an open relationship, if you can help uh, our listeners to understand that. Yeah, look, I think that, to be honest, they're getting less and less. And the amount of people that I speak to in this world that are like, oh, we don't do labels. You know, we're just, we are a, a thing. Um, but I guess, like, to, to be technical, swingers generally are a couple that go and swap with other couples. Um, there might, you know, swapping in general, there might be some singles involved, stuff like that. That's generally that. So they'll stick together and do it as a couple. Um, open relating is probably closer to what we are now. Um, it's kind of like we're together, we're each other's primary and we're always going to be that. But I'm okay if Katie wants to have an experience without me and vice versa. Although most of them we do together, it's just, I guess, being open-minded to like exploring outside of that um but again like it, it's like ethical um non-monogamy where we're always speaking and communicating within that um and then i'd say polyamory is generally if you're relating um not just physically but emotionally with another person as well um so that can be three i know some fours stuff like that it can be two guys two girls whatever you want so that's generally uh, what it is and then within um that there's lots of different types of um polyamory so there's hierarchical where there's like a main couple or it might be you know there's like w's and m's that all mean different things but yeah basically that's a quick like brief of what it is yeah fantastic so i know that you were both already well you were very much in the scene robbie and katie you were experimenting when you met robbie 
How would you, if you're a couple and you'd never done it before, how would you recommend the conversation start? I guess if one person has that that the the, the idea, let's say, um, as we said before, talking about desires and fantasies in your relationship first. So whether that be like, for example, uh, oh, Rob, do you like foot fetishes? Or, you know, what type of porn do you watch? Or do you want to do some role play? And just kind of play around that. Then open the conversations for, oh, what about threesomes? Would you prefer to have a male or a female? Would you like to have just, for example, a lot of the girls are in this world um, because most girls are bisexual. And so it's a great place for the girls to be open and be like, yeah, okay, I'm bisexual. I would like to have an experience with a female as well. So just open the conversation first um, and then maybe start listening to some uh, podcasting, especially like this one, some YouTube. Um, I'm following on social media and listening to other people who are in the world as well. Definitely learning from experience is a great one because it's all real and raw, the challenges that people have had to um, go through. Um, and then maybe like, you know, um, either getting onto an app or finding a party or going to an event and be like, okay, look, we found this one, decide together. And be like, yeah, okay, let's just go for the experience. We know a lot of couples that have just come um, together just for the event. Um, I've just kind of got to meet people and then left. They've gone home and probably had the best sex they've had because there's so much energy in that. And then the next time they'll come back, maybe they might kiss somebody else or or, or touch somebody else and just gradually um, move through as long as both people are comfortable and let yourself like feel into it as well. Like, okay, how am I, how am I feeling? What do I want to communicate as well? I reckon... I reckon she nailed it at the very start. A, a good first conversation when you're talking about sex. And, and I feel like uh, lots of people that I've coached of, you know, suggested having this conversation is like, oh, what type of porn would you search if you could search? Because so many couples don't have no idea. Unless they're like, like sneakily browsing through their history, they actually don't know. And so that's like a first little conversation. If you can both be open-minded and go, well, babe, what would you search for? And we've done this. And, and, you know, for me, it was like, you know, like 20 people orgy. And she was like, girl, girl, sensual. <laughs> but yeah. it's good to start mine's, having those conversations. Sorry, okay. <laughs> yeah, what's yours? What's your research? What would you say? Seduction. Pardon? Yeah. The art of, what, what, art of seduction? Yeah, no, uh, girl, girl seduction. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, like being seduced by another, a fe another female. In yeah, fact, beautiful. my first experience with a woman was being seduced. Um, and wow. yeah, so, but, and that comes up in another podcast. I talk about that whole experience <laughs> in my confessions episode. Um, so if, how would you suggest that if, for example, one partner wasn't really into it, how would you suggest like handling the no or delivering the no? Look, I guess it's always nice to try and find something. So it might be a no to going to a swingers club, but can we play with um, an imaginary fantasy in the bedroom? You know what I mean? I guess it's kind of like trying, okay, I'm not ready for that. Or I'm not into that. Can we try here? And then you might, you know, try and meet somewhere where you're both comfortable to play in um, just so that that person like doesn't hold resentment or like, oh, she's limiting me or la, la, la. Try and find something that you can play with or, you know. Um, yeah. Like I said, it could even be watching a porn of what he wants to, you know, it's just kind of like finding that, that, that mid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that's some great, that's a great tip. 
So how would you handle sort of uh, emotions with regards to it's your first experience, somebody's feeling jealous. What, what do you recommend around that? I think um, I, I talk for most females and this a lot of with um, the clients and things I've had as well. A lot of what comes up for females is often body image. So for example, I had um, a couple who swapped with another couple and the female um, started feeling jealous and she was feeling that and, you know, that jealousy comes over your body and we don't feel good. And when mm-hmm. we went through our session together, it was because the other girl had big boobs. And so she was comparing herself to the big boobs. So she thought her partner was more into the big boobs. And so she was dampening herself within that. It's really important. That's why the, a, a great thing in the swingers world is variety. So, you know, you and your partner, you're together for love, um, no matter what the person looks like. But, you know, for me, for example, to have a black guy is like as different aesthetics for Rob to have um, a younger girl or a girl with big boobs, for example, (laughs) or a girl with big boobs uh, (laughs) will be be different. So we've got to acknowledge that you and your partner, you are together. And when you're going to an experience, you're going to the experience, it might last an hour or so, you're having that experience, try and make it the best possible, bring out of it what you can. And then obviously you're not taking that back home, you're coming back to your love. But especially like diving into your own body. So for example, this is from my own experience. Um, In one of my past relationships, I was cheated on with a blonde girl. And um, when Rob um, was exchanging with a blonde girl, I was triggered. I was like, I don't like this blonde girl. I, um, I felt uncomfortable in my body. And I thought, I've never met this girl. I don't know who she is. Why am I feeling this way? Rather than being like, oh, I don't like this full stop because they're not, I'm limiting Rob from my own insecurities, I'd say. And so what it came back to, um, that memory of me being cheated on with a blonde girl, I was seeing it with Rob. Um, and the blonde girl so it's really important so if you have been cheated on or if you do have insecurities or if you know you're insecure or jealousies within body image or self-confidence it's really important to give yourself some time and dive into that and just change the way that you see yourself and that will change the way that you bring forward as well and not comparing yourself to others um, because you don't want to bring that the the insecurities forward but Owning your own insecurities and knowing where you're at is definitely a great one to be, okay, yeah, look, I do feel that. I do feel a little bit jealous and move through. But then also sometimes jealousy comes across as um, envious. So for example, like if I was to see Rob with someone having a great time, I I maybe feel, oh, I'm not good enough. Why is he not doing this with me? And instead of me being like, oh, I'm sad or I'm jealous, you turn it into more so envious. So I'm like, oh, can I join in or can we do this together or can we have um, an experience that's similar? And so you're creating things that you want to happen rather than taking away, um, rather than my jealousy getting in the way and him, the experience not being looked at as in a positive way. Mm, Very, uh, that's amazing advice. I love, love, love that. And also I think, you know, communicating what that trigger or that trauma is to your partner so that firstly, they can understand and then you can even navigate it together. So you're not navigating it on your own. What do you think about that? Yeah, definitely. And I think like she said, like so often it's like 
what we have that oh that little stab that we can't control and it's like what do we do with it then it's being able to you know take a breath generally and go am i jealous or am i just envious like katie said and then like working that out and then just like working out do i need to communicate that now can it wait and oftentimes it's just the conversation now hey baby i'd love some time with you right now or i'd love to have some intimacy just oh, like I'd, I'd love to have you by myself for, for 10 minutes if that's okay and then just communicating that but in a way that's like oh that, that that actually brought up something for me you know what I mean and and not making it this oh you can't do that or la 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 just like oh that brought up something and I'd like to communicate it with you so just like something like that's just so beautiful especially if you can do it at the start because it's really it, it's makes it easy to have that conversation oh it, it brought up something oh thank you for sharing baby you know so yeah having those awkward conversations I mean I've actually spoke quite a bit for the female but for a male as well there was um a time I quite I've I quite enjoy toy boys, you know, the young 21 year old. And so um, we actually found a toy boy together. But later on, Rob did say um, that it brought up a little bit within him. And, you know, when you can take that second, like, look, my wife's enjoying herself with this young, muscly um, toy boy. She's having fun rather than it taking away anything from his side as well. So not making it mean anything about you and how you are together as a couple and yeah. separating that, being accountable pretty, for your own triggers yeah, and navigating it. What that, life that, is about. Yeah. That's life. <laughs> not making things mean something about yourself. That's just, yeah, <laughs> if you can master that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's phenomenal. We, we do go through life and we're not really experienced within this. And I know that for myself as well. Um, I've gone through and I have made experiences about me um, and it's normal. I guess we're humans unless we unless we learn how to communicate and learn how to be like, okay, Rob's having the experience. He's enjoying himself, but he's, you know, he still loves me. He still cares about me. He's still coming back to the relationship just like I can as well. And not being like, oh, he's having this experience. This means he doesn't want to have sex with me or something like that. And that you're just not, okay, he's having an experience, hope he's having fun, and then flow through life rather than having so many attachments and meanings to things. And that's definitely a big one. So for people stepping into the world, just know challenges, hurdles, attachments, jealousies, it's all going to come up. But the more that you can openly communicate that together. Um, I had a client and um, we dived into things about the body image and then they had a couple of experiences and then with their partner, they decided, okay, um, things weren't right. They weren't comfortable within the scene. So they kind of held back a little bit. Six months later, um, now they're having the best experiences they've ever had with other couples as well. So it's good, you know, you open yourself up to it. Insecurities and jealousies can be hard to navigate as well. So just give yourself some time and space. Um, I've flash tracked a lot of mine, which is why <laughs> I'm going to be able to hear, be here today to be able to share that with others as well. Um, give yourself some time to know that there's like this brightness on the other side and also to know what you like and what you don't for example you know we're at a stage now where Rob um, enjoys small Asians so he can have fun and then it's not always my cup of tea so I'm like okay you have your fun and um, I will have my one-on-one experience with a black guy for example yeah so inquire <laughs> inquire within sensory <laughs> You come over to our house and there'll be a black guy and an Asian. Yeah, we all have our desires, like, and they change over time. Hmm. Um, the attraction definitely changes. I've I went through the majority of our relationship just being into females. 
Um, and now it's more and more coming um, to males. So, you know, it changes over time. Yeah, all right. And and so did you set boundaries before each experience or do you ch- do they change every time or? Yeah. yeah. It, it's evolving. I try not to have hard rules, yeah. to, to be honest. Okay. I just think I try to encourage that type of commun- communication that, that we set. Um, yeah, like... I've just been in so many scenarios where it's I've been hosting the party and I've had to deal with the couple that set a boundary and one went over it and it was like a blurred line and it was, oh, no, but, you know, it just makes it, it makes it a lot harder to experience, like let it unfold naturally, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you can have your let's stick together or whatever, um, but I just think it's important just to be open-minded and if something comes up, oh, babe, you know, I'd love to experience this. What do you think about it? You know, so it's not like, no, you said we weren't doing this tonight. I was like, oh, you know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you don't leave with it. It was yeah. a good um, yeah. energy on it, let's it's say. Yeah, so really the boundary is to just flow and to allow and and enjoy. Communicate, uh, make it safe, a safe space to communicate no matter what. Um, yeah, just flow. And then, and then do you debrief after it? afterwards together with yeah yeah Yeah, even like even now like um, we just came back from a a few days in Bangkok and you know like having a little bit of a okay what did you enjoy about that you know just you know I think it's important to learn what the other yeah what what were your highlights what were the hard points just things like that so it's like oh because oftentimes we think our what we like is what they like and what we know now is it's not the same so yeah her highlights are totally different to my highlights wow amazing so if you could give uh three tips each of you to people who was you know wanting to get into the swinging um what what would you call it environment um lifestyle lifestyle oh is it a lifestyle once you go back yeah they're they're, they're even trying so the swingers community is trying to get rid of the word swingers and change it to just being lifestyle Lifestyle. wow okay okay so all right well, we'll change this podcast to lifestyle. <laughs> I still like swingers' lifestyle. Yeah, I think yeah okay, still, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, three tips. Okay, so three tips. Three tips would be, um, as a female from my experience as well, is dive into your own insecurities and your own jealousies and see if you have self-confidence issues, if you have body image issues, and work on that so you're not bringing that, your own internal world, into the experience. Um, communication get comfortable at um, awkward communications um, or at awkward conversations and use play play have fun whether it will be role play or yeah like role play seems to be one of my things that I'm enjoying at the moment so have that fun and know like you know when you're kids when you're playing if you want to dress up as a nurse or the or the postman's coming to deliver something kind of thing you know have fun and play that's going to get you you and your relationship to be open and fun so then you can be just in the street and in the lifestyle and be like oh oh look at that one just walked in you know she's pretty kind of thing and being able to have that fun in between the couple rather than like yes she's pretty but I you know I don't really want to own it so they would be my tactic fantastic I love it I love it and the insecurities is very important I think um and it I love thank you for sharing that you have them as well and that you navigate and work through them and that it's an ongoing thing 
Mm. It's definitely, we're all, we're all human. And so this, uh, that's my main, um, I work with females um, worldwide on diving into the insecurities and jealousies on um, any issues that arise. Um, for example, I knew when I stepped into this world, um, I wish I had a me in my life back then. Me too. And so that's why I do what I do now, because I kind of swam um, without drowning, let's say, fast-tracked, and then through all my sex coaching and courses and stuff to be able to be where I am to be now to support others, um, because it's becoming such more of a common thing. So if you're listening to this and needing help and um, guidance on it, please reach out. Um, it's katiefit.com. I'd love um, to support your journey. Amazing. Yeah, and Thank I guess you. on reverse, I'll kind of speak to men, I guess. So one little yes. tip is, uh, men, if you, even if you only want to have a threesome with another girl, you need to at least pretend that you're open to the idea of it being with another guy. So that, so just so that they think it's not just for you to have sex with another girl. They think, oh, he wants to just explore sexually. You know what I mean? So it's important to be open to the, like ideally be open to it. But oftentimes men aren't at the start until they get in that environment where everyone else is. And they're like, oh, it's actually okay. And it's like, yeah, it's it's like, it's a, she, she's, she has those desires better than stuffing them down we may as well explore them together um so that's so how, how, on that note just can i quickly ask go, go, go. how do you navigate it when you decide when you when the guy still doesn't want to sleep with another guy or be involved in that and she keeps asking and asking what happens then <laughs> uh, look i guess it's just like i said before find, finding a medium so it might be um so, some guys are okay with the female playing without him like, and um, some, like, I didn't know before that I enjoy Rob with another female. Yeah, but it's more the guy she's talking about. Yeah, but for guys as well. So some guys, because it's not normal, they're hidden and they don't know that they enjoy um, their seeing their partner with another guy and it's a turn on. But you have to open into that. But that's what she's asking, how to, how to open into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. so it's more like it's more like finding that in between point. So it might be like, um, okay, if you're not open to me having sex with someone, can I kiss someone? You know, as like a okay. first step, or can I like sex the guy? Can we send you know nudes of me to a guy? Like it's just finding that little like baby steps where they can go oh, look, that wasn't that bad or something like that. The other one that I think is really important, so whoever this woman is that you're talking about, what I'd probably get her to do is hang out with those sorts of people where it's normal. Yeah. That's the best way where it's like, oh, yeah, like people are still blown away. Like with that young to toy boy, there was a bunch of us and we we're about to go to another club. And I was like, look, why don't we just go home now? <laughs> and this young guy's like, what? What do you mean? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Like it's clear that you guys have something. Let's just... You know, why spend the next three hours drinking to get to this point again? Uh, and they're both like, yeah, great. Um, so I think it's just, yeah, like that's probably how I'd approach it. Being like that in that scenario will open up their mind. Yeah, okay. So slowly massaging and, yeah, baby steps. All right. I cut you off. So that was tip right. one, wasn't it? Yep, yep. Uh, so tip two would be in... Out of the pun. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, so just say, man, you are having your first threesome experience, or it could be a swingers swap. Don't 
forget about your primary partner. Don't forget about your wife. So often, guys that get their first threesome with another girl, they're like, this new toy is so good, babe. Babe. Oh, she's going, it's okay. Yeah, let's go. You know, you, you need to make sure that she's okay and she's comfortable. And like I said, if anything, let the girls control the experience and don't get carried away with a new toy. That's because if you get too carried away, that will be your last threesome you ever had. <laughs> Great advice. Great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. um, number three. Um, a, a lot of guys struggle to get hard in that scenario, especially for the first time when there's another guy in the room. Yeah. They're just like, especially, and this is why I said start with your own partner first, because it's really daunting if you swap straight away. And it's like, you've got this new girl there and the pressure's on and he's hard and he's ready to go. And you're like, um, oh, sorry, this doesn't normally happen. And you get in your mind. And so that's why, but because I'm experienced, I'll always wait for the other guy to kind of be ready. Um, and then I'll, because it is hard at the start, you know what I mean? Um, so that's probably it. And if you get in your head, you're, you're gone. Like just don't get in your head about it and trust that he knows better than you. So there's been instances where, where, where I haven't been able to get it hard and I'm just going, oh, he knows what he's doing. I'm sure there's a reason. And then later on, I'm like, oh, this is a way better scenario. You did know, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, just trust that he knows and, um, try if it does happen get out of your head take take big deep breaths and just try and be present and enjoy whatever's going on amazing fantastic I love those tips unexpected the I mean the insecurity thing has really touched my heart I think also because um personally and I'll share vulnerably when I got sick when I I'm not sure if my my listeners know but I'm dealing with chronic fatigue and lupus and in that process, I, I've gained a lot of weight and I lost a lot of hair and my health is not um, where I want it to be. And I have been struggling with my insecurities, um, which I thought I had dealt with, but they pop up every now and then. Um, so it is, you know, your partner loves you and they see the beauty in you. So don't make it mean that you're not beautiful or that they're not attracted to you. It's just a different experience um, that can add value to the relationship or deepen the bond with your partner. Mm. <laughs> so I have thoroughly enjoyed, actually, we met at a swingers party, didn't did, No, no, where did we meet? At Sex Expo. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to your swingers party. <laughs> your tantric party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I really want to thank you. I've kept you a long, long time. You've, you know, shared some amazing experiences, phenomenal coaching. I think a lot of people, I know a lot of people will take a lot away from this and um, apply it into their relationships and know, knowing that there's no pressure for anything and just take the pressure off do more research, get in touch with Robbie and Katie if you have any questions or if you want to join the X-rated university, how can they do that? Can you share with them? Yeah, just, just through RobbieOz.com. We've got six different online courses, everything from how to, you know, make your partner squirt to a whole, you know, 60, 60 video better in bed. Um, yeah, we've got it all in there. So go check it out, RobbieOz.com. Amazing. As well, international. I also have a Facebook group that you can join if your newbies looking to meet um, other um, swingers couples or internationals. And there's a bit of coaching on my Facebook group as well. So that's right. all on it's safe.com. 
Fantastic. And they do some great stuff on their reels as well and Facebook and Instagram. So go go at least follow, do the baby step, put your toe in the water, go follow them, see what it's all about. It's not that scary. <laughs> it's very exciting and interesting, actually, your yes. journey. I love following. Um, <laughs> yes, stay tuned. What's next? <laughs> oh, we're, we're going to Jamaica in January to, yeah. to, a, to a swingers resort called Hedonism. Um, 600 people, or the whole resort's just for swingers. So, yeah, wow, you can get be a, yeah, great discount place. code for, for, for our websites. Mm, you're making me excited. Even for new people as well, the resort is like 80% main, um, like, say, swingers experience. And then there is also um, another swing, like, pool area where you can kind of just be topless or you're kind of, you know, tipping your toes in the water. So you might spend a couple of days there, you know, getting comfortable and then feel, okay, you know, this is great. I'm having a great time, met good people and come into like the main area. I mean, you <laughs> optional, everything is optional, whether you clothed or not and experiences and stuff. So you can, <laughs> you, can, you, can, um, you can join us in Jamaica in January. We'll be hosting workshops there as well. Ah, oh, phenomenal. And if they join your list or whatever, they'll hear about it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Always on the website for you guys. And we have a, um, a discount code there as well where you book the, the whole package, the whole resort, um, like swimming pools, there's entertainment, there's food. games, there's food, workshops, parties, um, a good time. Wow. And you're already dressed for the occasion, looking very fresh and and holiday. <laughs> I'm coming <laughs> to the holiday. Yeah. I don't know. Drew and I are singing, but... <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, you two. I really appreciate it. You've given me so much good advice and um, my our listeners, uh, good tips and encouragement. So have a great, it's afternoon there. It's night here where uh, I am. But yeah, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Talk to you Good soon. Night. Bye. <laughs> Wowee. No one has ever told me any of those things. Thank you for tuning in to learn unique self-love and relationship tools in our coaching segment of Confessions of an Ex-Sex Addict from qualified life coach, NLP practitioner and ex-sex addict Belinda Love who's dedicated to transforming your self-love and relationship patterns. Thank you to all of our subscribers. You too can subscribe to the exclusive member section for bonus content. The link is in the description and bio or search Belinda Love Coach to find her social channels. That's it from us for now.